I'm Ryan Kirby, here with my co-host John Sapienza, and this is episode one of Rambler Jam Sesh, a music-based podcast where every other week we go into a different genre of music, discuss new releases, song of the week, and other topics related to that. Uh, make sure if you have something you want us to talk about or review, you leave it in the comments, which should exist. I don't know, we haven't set it up yet. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into it. All right, ditto to what he said. I'm John, and he's Kirby, as he said. So the first subtopic of the podcast that we're going to go through is new releases that we were quite fond of. Define fond. Fond meaning that we know and have listened to them probably. Uh, to start, I want to talk about Jesus is King by Kanye West because I thought it was pretty epic. It was all right. I mean, there were definitely a couple songs on there that I thought were really good. And a lot of aspects of the songs were neat. Like, I loved having, like, the gospel choir in there. It was a really yeah. cool thing to add. I don't know. I wasn't really a fan of a lot of it, though. Like, I mean, it was all right, but I wouldn't say it was great. I liked how he uh, kind of was more God-focused on this. I think that's really yeah. cool for a rapper that used to proclaim himself as God to be, like, focused on the actual God. But I think Closed on Sunday, You My Chick-fil-A is a <laughs> lyric. I know a lot of people agree with me. I disagree with me, should I say, but I don't like that lyric at all. I mean, I really like that song because, like, I feel like when I listen to Kanye, I'm expecting, like, hype. And then when he gets gospel, which I also am a fan of because, you know, we go to a Catholic school, right? Of course. Uh, So I'm a fan of that message that he was sending. And I just, I thought he put it together well considering it's a gospel rap album that you never see. It was very original. I, I really liked the lyrics of that song until it got to, like, the hook, and then I'm like, oh, this is not yeah. <laughs> not my thing. Like, I don't know how you can take something seriously talking about Chick-fil-A, but I guess that's so, just me. Well, Chick-fil-A's good. But Chick-fil-A's pretty good. O- overall, so the consensus on that album is he thought it was okay, I thought it was good. I'd we give it, like, a s- 7 out of 10. I'd give it a solid 8. Okay. I'll go okay. one up either. Uh, next up. After that release was Scary Nights by g Easy and disclaimer, I am a massive g Easy fan, a fanboy, as some would say, so I'll probably be talking about g Easy quite a bit, but I want to hear what you think, because I already know what I think. Okay, Scary Nights. I liked it. It was a good album. Yeah. It was my least favorite g Easy album, Right. but I've loved all g Easy albums so far, so like that's not saying much. Right. I, I'm not a huge fan of how trap he's going with everything, like... It's good. I'll listen to it. It's a good bop, but I really do miss like uh, these things happen Maryland, and like yeah, you know, just kind of know the older songs with a lot more of a flow, a lot less just focused on the trap sound. I liked it. There were some good some good tunes in there, but yeah, I want to rock with Gunna. I like that one. That was that was solid. I song. like full time cappers. That's a, that's got to be on the radio soon. I you like think? that one. Well, yeah, if they, no, it's kind of not clean. I mean, the only song um, they played by Jeezy on the radio is uh, me, me, myself, myself and, and I, I and him no and I. Limit. Oh, no, they played No Limit on the radio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in like wow. New York City and stuff. Yeah. There's like uh, no words there. But I guess this is on topic with new releases. GEZ is coming out with These Things Happen Part 2. Which I'm stoked about. I'm excited for that. That is, that is going to be, if that's not a banger of an album, I just quit rap in general. Like, yeah. I just don't listen to it anymore. That's, that's, that's a, a classic album. before it even came out. Let's, uh, let's move to this next single, one that I'm very uh, strongly opinionated on, Forever by NLE. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's garbage. It's yeah. absolutely trash. I'm really not a fan of it either. I won't go into why I think it's garbage, because that's going to go into a later subcategory. 
but I just absolutely hate it. I urge you, if you appreciate anything musical at all, to not listen to it because it'll hurt your ears. I agree. And my thing is, when I listen to NLE Choppa, I want to get hyped before a game or something, and I want the piano and yeah. hard drums. I don't want, like... I always... With NLE, you kind of just, like, expect that drop, and yeah. then he tried to be, like, serious or, like, low-key for a song. Like relationship. Like, ugh. Oh, it just... I just hated it. Like, when you're... We're, oh, wait, not, not going into it. That's later. That's later. Stick around to hear our very strong opinions on Enelie Choppa. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get into Song of the Week. So songs songs of, the week of the Week. That we've just been vibing with and bopping on our own. So Kirby, yours is first. I'm going to uh, go with that. Uh, Sadish or Sadish by uh, T. Grizzly about, you know, a family member being killed when the assassination attempt was on him. It's just, it's a really deep song. It's... It's kind of neat because like T Grizzly is such a gang oriented rapper, and there's so much yeah. violence and all that, and all of his uh, uh, songs. That it's just it's interesting to hear him go so deep. I mean, you've heard like all like first day out and stuff like that, which yeah. is it's serious matter, but this is different. Like a lot of times, you can hear him almost crying on the mic, and it's just a really cool different aspect to an artist that I think is pretty good. I think T Grizzly is like. I think, I, yeah. He's just. I was gonna compare him, and then I'm not making that comparison because I actually don't back it up. But I think he's gonna be one of the bigger rappers of this generation. Yeah, I really love his stuff, and he. He's already pretty big, though. Well, yeah, I think he's. He can only go up. I feel yeah. like in a couple of years he'll be on the same plane as like Kendrick and them. Honestly, maybe call that call that a uh, biased opinion, bold, bold prediction. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna happen. I love T. Grizzly. I think he kind of opened up on this one, which I liked a little bit. Yeah, more. it's a new side of him we haven't really seen. Even the even the beat was very different from his normal music, yeah. which I really appreciate. I like I like change. I like when people change it up. Yeah. But I also like uh, JSAP's new song he wrote. It's pretty good. Yeah, slow it down. JSAP's got some stuff. We'll we'll do that on a later episode. Just on me. Uh, (laughs) not egotistical at all we're doing episode just about it's completely egotistical Uh, (laughs) so my song that I've been bumping since it came out is Too Loud Too Loud by G-Eazy it's it's a Bay Area slapper if you are into West Coast rap you will love this song the bass hits just like you feel it in your stomach I love it I don't know I'm a big fan that's definitely one of those songs like when summer rolls around you just be blasting like getting getting your car vibrating like at the beach you know yeah be a good song uh, next song I want to talk about, it's older, like, a lot older, like, <laughs> 2012, but it's uh, Multiply by ASAP Rocky, and the reason I want to talk about this song, because I cannot get over how much I love this song, like, ASAP Rocky's a goat. Yeah, so, that's facts, and the first verse of the song just goes in, like, it's the hardest, just sickest flow I've heard in probably ever, because he's just so fast, everything rhymes, it's on beat, it's just perfect. The rest of the song goes downhill after the opening verse, but like the opening verse is just amazing. Yeah, you can skip it after that. It's the beauty of Honestly, <laughs> I listen to that song for about a minute and 20 seconds, and I skip it. Skip it. That's how I am with No Limit when Cardi comes on. But we won't trash Cardi yet. 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 We'll different episode. Different episode, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Magic by Lil Skies, because this is slept on. I feel like not a lot of people know the song Magic by Lil Skies, but I am a huge fan. I think his flow... Like his singy, sort of rappy, whatever in between you want to call that. I really liked it, and I also really liked just like the beat. Everything came together well. It just sounds good. I don't know if it's very lyric oriented, but 
It just sounds very good, in my opinion. It's a good hype song, good gym song. I have to agree. No, yeah. uh, no questions there. This is one that we both kind of agreed we had to put in here because of uh, oh yeah some CP journalism beef we got going on. But hot shower, hot by chance shower, the by rapper. Chance the rapper, baby. Sorry, Demir, <laughs> we had to do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, backstory here: one of our, actually our senior editor in chief. Yes. Hates this song with a burning passion. So you can we, see it in his eyes. Oh yeah, you talk about the song, you play the song. He either looks like he's gonna kill you or cry or both. Yeah, like both, yeah. yeah. So it, we're gonna talk about it. How much yeah. we love it. What's an end, Demir? This is for you, baby girl. I want to talk about the beat for one minute first before we go into the actual thing. I like that the beat has no melodies in it. It's just drums. I think that's awesome. It's just drums and 808s. There needs to be more songs like that because, like, when you have just the drums and stuff. It really, like, accentuates the lyrics and, like, the yeah. skill and time put into making the lyrics. And, like, I really appreciate it. Because a lot of times, like, the, like, the synths and the different background music you'll put kills into different... It, I wouldn't say kills the vibe, but it takes away from, like, appreciating the true, like, art that's in the lyrics. No, yeah. great. Hot Shower isn't necessarily an artistic song. Oh, it's, dude, I think it's an artistic I hear you. Yeah, because it's kind of goofy. I like I like some goofy rap. We'll get into I mean, Young Gravy later. Yeah, def- define your version of art, I guess. <laughs> but it's a good song. I like it. I wouldn't call. I mean, I guess everything's art, however you put it. But I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the the middle verse there. It uh, the energy that Chance brings to that song. Chance, great. It's the baby, right? The baby. Yeah, and, those uh, two are great. Made in Tokyo, yeah. Made in Tokyo just needs to get off of the track. Yeah. Uh, I think he he didn't quite fit the vibe. I mean, DaBaby has the same vibe no matter where he goes, so there's that. But DaBaby but just has, like, this, like... I feel like he's going to shoot me through my phone. Yeah, he has, like, this hardcore vibe. Now, also getting this later, I'm not his biggest fan, but you can't deny. He has, like, this hardcore vibe that, like... Yeah. I mean, it works no matter what song you put him in, because he knows his limits and he knows who he is. Yeah. I think the thing about DaBaby is that he... When you think of newer <laughs> rap... You think like oh like Shug like the baby yeah, yeah he's he's like a new his own sound sort of all right so this next section is basically yours I'll let you get into that all right so I'm gonna talk about undiscovered artists and you know two songs that I really like the first one we get into is Cause he was uh, signed to Dreamland Records by J Cole Dreamville Dreamville wow it's I'm good. tired I'm sorry it's okay. uh, but like the song I want to talk about is uh, "Can't Knock the Hustle," especially "Can't Knock the Hustle" remix with J Cole, because J Cole's features are always incredible. J Cole is a goat, also. That's not even questionable. Yeah. But I don't. Know, I really like Cause's flow. He has a very similar flow to J Cole, but with a bit of like a almost more nasally voice, which like a Kendricky J Cole is what I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good comparison. Yeah. Like Kendrick's voice to J Cole's flow. Yep. And I just been listening to more of his music recently. By more, I mean like the top five songs that popped up on Spotify. But I haven't met one I have I haven't heard one I haven't liked yet. Like I've, they've all been kind of vibes. I like him. Yeah. I mean, can't knock the hustle. If you're ever like it's a rainy day and you're down and you feel like giving up, like that's a song that like gets you back on your feet. You know, the uh, yeah hashtag depression. It wasn't more depression, more it's like bad day. <laughs> but bag. like yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> next song or next artist should I say? Tiny, Tiny Meat Gang. Gang. I was just a fan of the song that we listened to together. I'm like pretty sure he only has one song out at the moment, because I have <laughs> not found a single other song by him, but Short King's Anthem with uh, him and Black Bear, wow, that song, yeah. it's, it's, one, his flow is good, two, it's hilarious. Three, I love Black Bear. Yeah, Black, Black Bear so in good. anything makes it better. He's not really a rapper, so we can't really go in He's depth a singer, about him, but, but I mean, he sings over rap beats and it sounds good. Yeah, like he, him. he has his niche and he just does it well, like he yeah. just... 
He knows what he's doing. I would agree. You're good. Uh, so, are you, are you done with talking about them? Yeah, I think it's all I say. Yeah, I mean, check, check out Tiny Meat Gang. Check both of them. Tiny Meat Gang, Short mm. King's Anthem. And Cause. Any of my boys under 5'8", need some hyping up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Cause, you know, you ever in your bag, you ever looking for new stuff to listen to, and you're like a fan of like real rap and like lyricism. Yeah, it's, that's where it's, where it's at. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the this is section. this is the one I've been looking forward to yeah. all day. Boom or bust. Boom or bust. We have three artists. I'll give you a preview of who they are first. So we have NLE Choppa, which we're gonna argue about a little bit. The baby, which we're gonna argue about a little bit, and Blueface, which we're not gonna argue about a little bit. So we'll start with the first one, NLE Choppa. Kirby, you go first, and I'll come back. He's a bust, man. I think NLE Choppa is just an on-beat. Blueface, he Fair. is only a hype artist. He cannot do anything but hype songs, which is good. But if you want to be considered one of the greats, you have to be able to like mix and like be diverse and make your sound different. Right. And Ellie Choppa is just like chanting into a microphone in front of a sick beat, and you know, he thinks he's great. And I mean, yeah, Camelot, good. Shot uh, of flow. Shot of flow remix was good. Shot of flow itself was good. Capo. I just I'm not a big fan of that one. But, okay. like, his hype is super hype. But as we talk about with Forever, when he tries to, like, make himself a multifaceted artist, mm-hmm. it just blows up in his face, and it sucks. And I'm – he's a bust. Yeah? In my opinion. Oh, he's a middle tier. A well, bust bust is – I'm saying bust, but not bust as in he's absolute garbage, never going anywhere. Right. He's staying in the middle of the pack. Okay. I think he's, like, the Obi Trice – of this era. Yeah, he just, he stays where he is. Yeah, I guess you're right on that one, but I'm gonna say boom, because I think nowadays with the audience that rappers are pitching to, they don't want to hear anything different. That's the thing, like most people, they're like, yo, this goes hard, and then with Shot of Flow, for example, the Shot of Flow remix of Blue Well, yeah, it's because no one appreciates actual music anymore. I know, that's what I'm saying, but that's why I'm saying he's a boom in today, so 20 years ago, he wouldn't even exist, but Today, 20 years ago, none of these people would exist except for J. Cole. J. Cole, right, yeah. Go uh, mm. Kanye, obviously. Yeah. Well, okay, well, well not I'm this gonna kind of Kanye. Why I think he's yeah, a boom. sorry. I'm going to continue on why I think he's a boom. Because he hasn't dropped an album yet. He hasn't dropped a project yet, and he's, you know, he's got platinum records. I mean, we're talking about him, and he hasn't dropped anything yet, so that means he is doing well. Right, yeah, end. that's the thing. Like, he's, he's raising conversation, and we don't know what he has in store. So I guess we kind of have to wait. If it's but anything like forever, it's garbage. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it probably won't be. It'll probably be a bunch of hype. Like like DaBaby when he dropped Kirk. Yeah. Everyone thought like maybe he'll change it up and he didn't and it was good. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was good. Which it is was... something more musicians, you know, focus on in general is not changing their sound. A lot of people sell out for yeah. the modern like I mean, I love Jeezy, but That's I do have to say he kind of sold out. A little yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, not as much as some, but it's just the first thing that popped into yeah. mind. But like I can name a lot more, like, rock and alternative that sold out, but that's a different episode. Yeah, that's a different episode. We'll stick to this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, DaBaby, I'll go first this time, because we'll take turns. Uh, I think DaBaby is a boom as well, for most of the same reasons, because he sticks to his sound, and his sound is popular. So, he's obviously signed to a label, and as he talks about in every record... He also has a lot of criminal cases, which he talks about in every record. So you know what he's going to talk about. And it's just a matter of changing the beat and making it still hard that people still want to listen to it, like, 
in the car really loud when they're with their friends. Like, you bopped a baby. It's just, it's a neutral, everyone likes it. It's like post, but of rap rap. Yeah. So, we're not going to disagree as much as we did last week, because I have changed my stance a little bit. All right. I think he's going to be a boom, but I don't like him. All right. Like. That's respect. I agree. Like, his beats are hard. He's got, like, a pretty uh, pretty well-known reputation as a criminal. Yeah, definitely. And people love his music. I don't love his music. I think it's shallow, and there's not much there. But I understand why it's hype and, like, why people like it. So I have to agree he's going to be big, whether I like it or not. But it's just, he's just not my thing, man. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own preferences. I'll give you that. I, I like it once in a while. Uh, it's not something I go home and listen to every day, and I wouldn't call it a classic. I wouldn't call him a legend, per se, but... <laughs> He's, he's very popular right now, so I think he's booming in the industry that he's in right now. Yeah, I mean, have to admit, like, with every genre of music, the industry we're in now does not promote creativity Lyrics, that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, even with music, though, like, you just kind of find the niche, what people like, you stay there, you don't change anything. That's why there's so many, like, little pumps, like, people yeah, who and all like, sound like him because he was big for two days. And, I mean, all the real lyricists and musicians – of any genre, like, throughout, like, Cause is a real musician with real lyrics and... Underground, slept on. Yeah, he slept on. Like, when you make real music and you're not already popular, you get slept on. And that's exactly. just kind of how it is nowadays. Yeah, unless you're J. Like, Cole, Kendrick. NF. Like, if, NF, if yeah, it, we'll get into him later. Well, yeah, yeah, but if it wasn't for uh, Let You Down, who would have knew he existed? And right. he made some besides of the realest... Us. Yeah, We're besides, like, diehard fans. fans. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, well, the next one we're not going to spend too much time on because it's it's a very agreeable topic amongst all Trash. of us. Trash! Blueface is a bust. I think he busted already. He busted. Yeah, slip and slide and bust. Yeah, he, he's he's a bust for me and for everyone. If you rap off beat, you're a garbage musician. That's literally the only thing required to be a musician. You can't do it. Yeah. The, the only thing to be a rapper is to rap on beat. Like, there's no singing, there's no vocal talent involved. Really. And if you rap off beat, do it creatively and make it sound good. Right. Like, I mean, there's... Eminem's done it a couple times. Yeah. And it sounded good because he knows what he's doing. Blueface is just an up-junk drug addict that <laughs> has people make good beats for him and he does nothing with except for ruins them. Sometimes his, his beats aren't even that good. I didn't think the beat to Tatiana was very good. No, people like it because it... Like, it's funny. It's, it's funny, and it promotes being, at, like, yeah. a, a thought at parties. Yeah, yeah. That's why people like it. Like, it's not a good song. Stupid. I'm, I'm not a fan of that kind of... I'm not a fan of anything he's ever made, except for except for good. Shot of Flow. But that wasn't because of him. That was NLE. Yeah, because I don't think he wrote that, but... We'll no, there's no way he wrote that. No way. All right, so those are boomer busts. If you disagree, you can tell us, but we probably aren't going to change our minds on that last one. I mean, uh, John won't. I will consent your opinion is valid. Movies? On Blueface? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> if you think Blueface is good, you're wrong. Yeah, that's just That's facts. really all there is. <laughs> all right, so popular, I'm going to get in-depth on this first one. Not even in-depth, I'm just going to state how I feel, and it's very bold. Warning, for all feminists out there, leave, <laughs> leave now. No, no, I'm not going to get into <laughs> well, that. Well, not because of like what you're going to say, just because of what the song represents right. and how yeah, we're about to break that. this down. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. I hate it. <laughs> I don't think it deserves the attention it's getting. I don't think it's that good. I think Lizzo should try singing instead of rapping because she has a good voice, but I feel like she's not using her own sound and she's trying to be something that she's not. Cardi. Which is cool. Also, she's basically the same thing as Cardi B. We could do interchangeable. I like Lizzo more than Cardi B because the thing about Cardi B 
Cardi B like promotes awful things in, in the name of feminism. Lizzo <laughs> promotes like self love and being like. I just hate it. You know, a bat. I can't say that because it's a school podcast. But like yeah. Lizzo's version of like feminism and promoting it's like good and it's like it's not a negative influence. Cardi B is just a piece of garbage. True. Now, um, one thing I, I do have to say. Nice, nice, nice spell. Thank you. One thing I do have to say is that no female rapper will ever be as good as Missy Elliott, and that's a fact. Drop it at that. Missy Elliott was the goat of female rappers. Lizzo will never come close. Valid point. I won't even argue. That's valid, all I have to valid say. Valid point. I. Next one. Oh, I'm. <laughs> I haven't finished, bro. Oh, all right. All right. So also female rappers. I think Nicki Minaj is pretty good. Not Missy Elliott, but I think pretty good. Um, She's meh. She retired, but it's whatever. Yeah, good for her. Truth <laughs> hurts. Truth hurts. Lizzo in general. I agree. Lizzo should stick to singing because I actually really enjoy her uh, her voice. That song, Fine as Hell with Ariana Grande. Yeah. Actually kind of good. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I bop to that. And Truth that. Hurts, on the occasion, I will bop to it. I don't think musically it's a good song. I think the lyrics are generic. And her flow isn't that great. <laughs> but it accomplishes what it's supposed to do, you know? It's, like, very empowering for women. Which, I mean, that's what she was going for. So good for her. It worked. People like the song. Yeah. I will bop to the, Like I said, I will bop to it on occasion. I don't hate it. I just don't think musically it's that great. I don't think rapping's her forte. Nope. But kudos to her for making, you know, teenage to 20... I mean, really all age girls, you know, have some of that, like... Even dudes bop this at parties. Yeah, just some that like it gives you just some energy, you know, like yeah, I, I it's like it's like a I don't need you energy. Like I'm pretty awesome on my own kind of thing, which is which is cool, you know. That's it's fine, but I I will say I'm not completely gonna trash her because I do respect her hustle and like, she really does grind. Yeah, like, you I, have to I, give I res- her that. I respect that, but I just don't like her music. So that's what this opinion or that's what this podcast is yeah, about, it's... sharing our opinions. So <laughs> told you how I love, feel. love it or hate it. Next, I am excited. I am excited. This is my this boy. One. This is my man's young Just gravy. Like a rotisserie. Yeah, young gravy has made a rise because I think it was because of one thought, two thought. He's rise because of Cheryl. Cheryl. He rose because of about? everything. Everything he he's not good. made a bad song. So young gravy is a one-dimensional artist, but at least he knows it. Yeah, he acknowledges it <laughs> multiple times in songs. Like he knows where he stands. The fun kind of joking side of rap. The yeah. thing is, his beats are awesome. His it's flow not. is awesome. His ridiculously deep voice is awesome. Yeah. And he's not trying to be something he's not. He knows what he is, and he owns it. The dude has Arizona iced tea sneakers he wears, for Christ's sake. It's like, amazing. He knows who he is, and he owns it, and people love it. Like, his confidence that he puts in his lyrics, his weird obsession with middle-aged women and breakfast <laughs> he puts in all his lyrics. But, like, Miss Buttersworth, baby. It's just, it's just, he's good. Mrs. Buttersworth. I love that one. <laughs> Now, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you brought up the deep voice, because I was actually going to bring that up. I didn't tell you about this ahead of time. To me... We didn't talk about this ahead of time at all, really. <laughs> no, I know, but about Young Gravy. Yeah. To me, he's the blonde John Michael Yurisic. His oh, voice, wow. bro, it's so, like, spot on, because the beard, too. Oh, dude. I Except had, for I he's say that. blonde and right. taller than John Michael. But you yeah, know he's what? He's like 6'5". You know he's that? huge. I, I thought Baby No Money was just short, but, like, no, no he's, like, my height. Yeah. Like, young Gravy's just a giant. Yeah, he's huge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, to move on to one of his songs that just came out, him and Baby No Money make a lot of songs together, which is a good duo. I dig it. This choice is so ironic. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to get into that on this. Yeah. But um, we know, we know. So Shine On My Ex by Young Gravy and Baby No Money. 
Kirby, you go. I go. Okay. I think this song, the thing that stands out to me most is the beat. Yeah. Like, the acoustic, and then just the drop, and it's like, it's hard. And then what he says, I hope this doesn't blow up on TikTok. I don't use TikTok. Has it blown up? Do you know? I don't use it. I feel like it's definitely going to. Probably. Just because of that lyric, um, which was definitely what he was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, Mission accomplished. Yeah, and I, just, I love this song. Like, it's a really cool, like... Uh, Really cool vibe. Yeah. I mean, it promotes self confidence. No matter which like which way you turn it, whether he dumped her, she dumped him, however you look at it, it promotes self confidence and like just you know, shine it on your ex, man. Go hardcore and have some fun. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. That's I don't know, true. it's cool. His flow is good, young gravy's good. I mean, these two are the two guys. They know their place. Yeah. And everything they make fits and it's just good. I think eventually their sound is going to grow old after yeah. so many albums. I think they know that. Yeah, but right now, they're riding it as long as they can, and they're yeah. not making... I mean, I've actually read on this just for curiosity. Young Gravy does not make bad financial decisions. Like He, no. has, he has a smaller house. He's banking a lot of this. Like yeah. He knows his 15 minutes of fame might be up, so he's going to ride it while he has it and yeah. then roll into his vanilla ice stage of his life. Yeah, building houses on uh, whatever TV show that is. I mean, I was thinking more just like being really big and now just being absolutely useless except for one song. Because <laughs> vanilla ice is, is useless. Yeah. Uh, I have one more thing to say about Young Gravy before we finish, is that this goes into all music too, is that Young Gravy is never going to be Tupac Shakur, we know this, he's never going to be Eminem, but he gives that vibe that like it makes you feel good, like if you're sad it's going to make you happy, if you're happy it's going to make you happier, which I think is important to also have that kind of music instead of just all deep storytelling. Yeah. So I think his vibe is very important. There are some people that just get too in depth on like the serious stuff and they never bring the vibe up. Right. And, like, maybe not so much in rap, but in a lot of music. Like, a lot, a lot of, of people just, like, stay in their bag too long and they never, like, see the sh- sunshine. Right. And the last thing about Young Gravy I'm going to say is, right, he's not going to be Eminem, not going to be Tupac, but he's the only Young Gravy. Yeah, There exactly. is no one else you with this sound. Him. So, like, that's just cool that he's has carved out this place in, like, the rap hierarchy. Maybe not up there, but it's his own. Like, there's yeah. no one else is going to hop he's on board. He's not copying anybody, you know. Yeah, like, all sure. these mumble rappers can hop right under Lil Wayne, you know. Yeah. Like, speed rappers like MGK and people like that hop under Eminem, but right. Young Gravy is just Young Gravy. Like, True. maybe under Biggie, maybe, but not really. Like, it's... Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. That would be a stretch, but it's, it's possible. But I feel like T Grizzly falls under the Biggie tree. True. I'll buy that one. All right, so to move on to a uh, completely different topic, we did this on purpose. We're going to roll with NF next, because and I'm the sure mood drops. Yeah, <laughs> the mood drops, because he gets very deep and emotional, which is why I said that last thing about you need the hype, because NF brings the feels and the thinking in his lyrics, whereas like you need that sometimes, too. That's why music's important, because you can, you can go back and forth to whatever you're feeling that day or feeling that minute and listen to... NF is just the best deep storytelling artist of our time. I agree. And he's Christian, which is super cool. Yeah, he's signed um, to a Christian label, too. That's awesome. Same one, uh, Skillet, a rock... Ugh, oh, the, I know Skillet, yeah. yeah. the biggest Christian rock band ever exists signed to the same label. Yep. Uh, but I like NF. I started listening to him with the first album, with Mansion. Yeah. And it was really only that song I listened to. A few others, but I loved Mansion. Like, he just painted this beautiful picture of, like, how your mind is like a house and all the rooms of memories. It was just... I recommend listening to it. It was a super deep song, that, like, helps, you know, often clarity, and it's, like, it's just really great if you're ever feeling down about things or, like, to relate to. But then I was, like, I didn't listen to Therapy Session as much. I did. 
Yeah, I can. I know. I, 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 I did now, but I heard. Oh, I, yeah. I kind of forgot about NF, and then I heard Let You Down, and it like got super popular. I'm like, he had a second album, so I went back and I listened to Therapy Session. How could you leave us? Is one of the saddest songs. I would put it next to Whiskey Lullaby by Brad Paisley and Brother by Falling in Reverse as the saddest songs ever written. Yeah. And we will cover those two eventually. But yeah. it's just, I mean, the fact, wasn't it one take he recorded it in? Yep. And he was crying, and it was like, it's just some really deep stuff. But it wasn't he, a sellout cry, though. It wasn't like him crying he trying was, to get attention. He was genuinely like. And he's never performed it. Right. He, well, he performed it one time in like for like the first verse, and then he started crying on stage or something like that. Yeah, like it's just such a deep song. And the therapy session has so much anger and built up like aggression in it. It makes it you can feel like you can relate to most of his music. Like even if you haven't been through the depths of like yeah, because his life streams. was atrocious. Yeah, like that man's went through hell. Yeah, but because he's moved his energy to so many people in a positive way, I just think that that's. And he's helped him as a Christian trying to, you know... And he's helped so many kids, you know, like, whether it be depression, uh, substance abuse, child abuse, like, he's helped so many people, like, grow, not only in their faith and realize there's something else up there, but he's helped them just grow as people and, like, realize, like, not everything's awful. There's always, like, a step up you can take. It's super cool. Like, NF is just so inspirational. The last thing I'm going to say on him, his outros for every album are amazing. He's a good creative artist, too, with albums yeah. like Intros. Oh, they're so good. Like, the storytelling on Intro 3 from the album Perception, he uh, goes in depth about, I believe it's he's talking about him and his brother. He doesn't disclose it, but I believe that's what it is. And it's almost like painting a scene of him outside of his house, and they're going to, he hits the brother on the head with a shovel, and he's going to bury him or something like that. And he says, my therapist told me not to bury my anger, but I'm going to be honest, I'm feeling great. And it's just like he paints pictures. You, like, you can picture it in your head. That's the thing. I think that's really cool about him. And that's in the intro. Yeah, and like all of the songs, like in Mansion, the verse, like even just the opening verse, it's just it's so powerful the way he writes. But what is even more impressive than just the lyrics is his flow. Yeah, he, he shows off a lot of different flows and songs, mm-hmm. and he can sing too. Yeah, he can sing pretty well. Like, he can sing better than a lot of pop singers, if we're being oh, honest. Yeah, uh, like what's the other one he sings in? I mean, how can you leave us? Going back to that song, my favorite song by him. He's bawling his eyes out, and he still sounds better than a lot of pop artists today. Facts. All right, we're gonna run out of time here soon, so we gotta move to our next one, which I know a little bit more about. So do that much, but uh, Ed Sheeran recently started what seems like a new wave for him, a new sound for him. And I thought he kind of embodied it very well because Ed Sheeran's a great all-around artist, in my opinion. He's one of the most brilliant minds in music. Today. I agree, yeah. He, yeah. he writes a lot of music for some rappers, some singers and he's, stuff. Yeah, he's written songs for like Beyonce and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and so he, is Chris Stapleton, ironically, which is super weird. He's a folk singer. Sorry, yeah. off topic, but like he's yeah. written songs for like Beyonce and Rihanna and this is weird. I've heard about that. Yeah. But... Ed Sheeran, he had the song with Travis Scott that got pretty popular. It's called Antisocial. And it's just like, he brings a trappish vibe to it, which is why we're talking about it on the rap episode. And he also has one with Eminem and 50 Cent on the same song. Which is which just is, cool. It's just iconic. Yeah, like, it's just cool. To be able to say that you did that. Because 50 retired from making music a while ago, so to be able to bring him back on Well, I mean, when you is, get shot, it kind of happens. You kind of slow your life down. He got like, shot a lot, yeah. Plus, he's broke. Yeah, true. So he probably should go back. Well, he's got the show time. now. Yeah. Yeah. Power. Everyone likes Power, I guess. I haven't watched it yet, but... Yeah, Ed Sheeran, he's trying out rap a little bit, and I really liked 
pretty much all of the album except for the song with Cardi B. But for obvious reasons. And the one with Yeba, I didn't really care for. I like the one. Was the you're talking about South of the Border? Border with Camilla and Cardi yeah, but I skip it when Cardi comes on. I love that's Kamiya. true. Camilla and Ed Sheeran do great though. Yeah. Um. So my thoughts on Ed Sheeran. I haven't listened to Number Six collaborations that much. It wasn't my favorite. I think. So like I'm gonna go back to like the man and take it back like rapping he did on, I think it was plus divide divide um, new man yeah so on divide he rapped twice in different songs over like the beat was him ac- playing his acoustic and slapping the guitar was the beat yeah that's awesome and it was just it was his flow was really good there was great lyrical content um, it was like it was good and that turns a great songwriter I'm not a big fan of him changing his i love his old sound i love the acoustic he used to do he still has it though that's the thing occasionally like he he still does it but like i appreciate him branching out and trying new things mm-hmm. and i think he made some really good songs like beautiful people and beautiful people is good yeah like a lot of these different songs are good but i really do miss the old ed sheeran sound with the acoustic guitar like i know it's not rap but some of his like yeah. Uh, we could even get into him on pop or we could get him into ed sheeran on every album anything yeah. i mean he even did a rock song yeah. Oh, that was on the new album. That was yeah, on his album. Blow uh, with Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Bruno. I didn't know Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars was incredible. Like that. Yeah. That's rock though. We'll talk about that on the rock. I mean, even Chris Stapleton surprised me because his usual music is a lot deeper and slower, and he just belted some notes. I did he not expect it. that fat bearded man to get. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was. There's. We could do an entire episode on that album on those releases because they just branch yeah. out so much. Well, think about it. We got to hear from the people though. Yeah. Well, we gotta so, get some suggestions from you guys. That that actually wraps us up. That was the last topic we were gonna talk about. So we gotta get some suggestions from you guys. Get some feedback. Uh, we're gonna continue to do this whether you like it or not. So I hope you like it. Extra credit, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty fun to make too. So I hope you guys continue to tune in, and we're gonna talk about a different genre next time on the next episode, and a different one after that. So hopefully it's interesting to you. And thank you. It's dog season, baby. It's dog season.